Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's the podcast for the busy gamer and you know what, where we're dropping boys, it's your friendly bus driver Michael and joining me as always is, he's anxious about the absent anarchy acres, it's Adrian. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's Lacey Links, it's the same place. <laughs> So what, it used to be called Anarchy Acres? Yeah, and then the farmer got rich, so he built Lazy Links. Ah. Ah, meta. Raising hell, shotgun blast, wooden staircases from above, and all the mad meta, it's Matt with Victory Real. <laughs> That's right. Solos. Win rate of one. Wait. Like, my KDR, like, win rate, win per loss ratio is one. But like, hold on, wait, you didn't get a chicken dinner? That's a different game. Because for this podcast, for this Fortnite's podcast, we played Fortnite. This is good. Battle Royale, specifically. Uh, the free one. Yeah, let's, let's say that specifically. I mean, but then again, when you say battle, uh, when you say Fortnite, that's everyone. That's what everyone thinks of immediately. Yeah. I wonder how many people are like, what the heck is Save the World? The single player thing. That's weird. Oh, it's, uh, was it co-op mode? Is it? Who knows? But let's, before we talk about Fortnite, before we get into it, let's talk about news. And I am bringing to the table, not really news, more society of the internet. <laughs> um, yeah, why are you bringing this one up? I know it's late, but oh my god, Bowsette. Jesus. What what was that? Did you guys see that? Yes, lots. Where did it come from? <laughs> Why so, does it exist? Because there's Toadette, and then she picks up a crown, and then she becomes Peach. And then that's... Oh, yeah. And so you put the crown on Bowser. Uh, Bowser. I think there's a specific comic where, like, Mario or Bowser or both of them get tired of dealing with Peach, so they just give the crown to Bowser, and then Mario and Bowser live happily <laughs> ever after with Mario Beautiful. and Bowsette. I just love... Like, that was good enough, but then I saw all these other ones where it's like... Um, Booet. Oof. Yeah, just like every possible incarnation after that. Surely came that up. doesn't make much sense, though. Like, I know, like I know that it's for a joke, but it's already Toadette putting on a crown. So, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason that anything else has to turn into like another et. It's yep. just what the internet did. It's just what they decided. I, I, yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the killjoy. But I'm just. I'm just saying, guys. Think. Think that one through. Because <laughs> now I'm thinking, doesn't... what happens if you do put a crown on like a standard toad? Does that become like Prince Peach? That's a good point, actually. Well, technically, it turns from Toadette to Peachette. It's not actually Peach. It's like a not quite a Peach. It's a Peachette. A Peachette. I just wanted to say though that Michael, look, we know the internet isn't. Always right, but when it when it presents you with quality fap material, you just got to roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a rich vein of rule thirty. <laughs> so so vein. Vein. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. Let's go to something more wholesome, please. All right, <laughs> like holding our wands. It's time for Harry oh Potter. My God. Yes, because there was a Harry Potter RPG leak, and it's real. People claiming that it's Rocksteady, but it's not Rocksteady. Um, no, it wouldn't be. It's the team who has made Disney Infinity, apparently. Yeah, but people are like, people are just saying, oh, it's Rocksteady, but then there's no there's no proof. It was just a, uh, just a leak. Crazy Have you watched the, the footage, the gameplay? I've watched the footage. 
Have Have you seen it, Adrian? No, I haven't seen anything. I've I've only seen like uh, headlines, and it was like rumors and leaks, so I just didn't care. But you guys, tell me what we know and what uh, what should we be excited about? We the rumors are that you begin the game as a fifth year, so you'll be skipping over a lot of like. Uh, like your first day at Hogwarts kind of stuff. You're like straight okay. into it. So you've got like good magic, apparently. Like that's their way of getting you into it. Uh, we know that you can design your wizard though. So yeah, I'm, you I'm pick assuming your... you get to choose your house as well. Yeah. Is this it's an got... MMO or like a more like a traditional RPG? Traditional. I think Fable, Yeah, that's all we know think, is you know? just RPG. Okay. Um, it it's... seems like there's some puzzle elements in there as well as action. The icons we have, right? There's a person, like this is in the character creation skin. You've got a person, a head, then something I have no idea. Maybe hair, it's odd. Then eyes, then looks like scratches, like a scar maybe. You get your own little lightning bolt if you want. Then a wizarding hat, but then the Hogwarts emblem. So like, is that the sorting hat? But then why would you have the Hogwarts emblem afterwards? I'm guessing the hat is your clothes. Yeah, like, so just your style and then your house. Yeah. So you might go for full robes or you might go for just, like, jumper. There also seems to be the character in, like, um, casual clothes. Yeah. Because that happens a lot more from, like, the third movie onwards. (laughs) But it's, like, it's so early in development that it says, like, um, it says bracket menu underscore eye color, bracket menu underscore face type. So it's like it's it, it's very in mm. like it's not ready at all f- to be a trailer. Yet. But the w- the one I've it. watched has like music on it, so it it feels like they it's like a it's like a rough draft of something they want to show off. I don't know what other conventions are coming up. Um, is LeakyCon still to happen this year, or has it already been? I wouldn't what? have a clue. Leaky Con as in the Leaky Cauldron. Uh, right. I mean, we can quickly look it I'm, up. It looks like it's... I'm that's super- still coming? Maybe that. Because it looks like close to a reveal trailer ready. Um, if it's still got things like menu underscore eyes, it yeah. maybe not. It might be in alpha still. But I'm sure they're... I mean, if it got leaked, it's probably yeah getting prepared to be shown in some capacity or talked about announced maybe with a little like there five second a, trailer there was like a there's a scene where you like you sort of bombarder on a door that like goblins have barricaded and one of the goblins like flies into a pillar and gets like stabbed by debris jesus um, christ so like people are like oh it's like it's pretty full-on it's like it's not like completely for kids it is the darker sort of harry potter from yeah Four, five, and four to seven. But it looks good. Oh, I'm interested. I'll uh, keep an eye out for that one. That's for sure. You guys will be into it, so I'll probably have to get it as well. <laughs> yeah, you have to get it for the podcast. Maybe, maybe it might not be all that jazz. You know, Harry Potter hasn't exactly had a great. Uh... Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But to be fair, right. We have had Harry Potter games before, right? Let me let me just make a parallel for you. We had a lot of Harry Potter games, right, on the PS2 in that kind of era. Then there was a big gap. And then we had, we're had we looking at a Harry Potter RPG. Similarly, Spider-Man had a lot of games in, during like the early 2000s PS2 era. 
and then we had a big gap, and then we had Spider-Man PS4, and that's turned out very well. So maybe a reinvigoration. Oh my god, this is going to be the best Harry Potter game of all time. I mean, it's either that, it's either that, or it'll follow the the parallel of AFL Evolution, in which we had a lot of AFL games, and then Evolution came out, and it was still trash, still horribly. But it was the best trash. Mm. It, was the, it was the best of the trash. Yeah. <laughs> And they're oh, making a second one. One is coming out next year. Oh, Apparently, you can be is. good and evil in the Harry Potter game. You can be good or evil. There's lots of creatures. That'll, I'm just that'll be going through. I did top... hear that because there are unforgivable curses, and you kill them. And you kill the people. So if you use Avada Kedavra, then then you go to jail. Oh, imagine that! Imagine like, imagine if like you like there's two full lines of like. You either are good and you get to like stay in Hogwarts and do the good side of the story, or you get like expelled and join like the Death Eaters, and then you're outside just in the world kind of thing, doing the opposite to the good characters. Or is this just going to be bully but with magic? Yeah, apparently you can pick to be a mudblood, so you you can be like, I want to be bullied, please. I want the this generation's Draco Malfoy to treat me like trash, please. I want the Hermione experience. Well, that should be interesting. I look forward to that one. But games that are around now, let's talk about those for a sec. Or are they around now? So there's more news for the Telltale, what's the word like, experience. There's a, there's a <laughs> word. Uh, Telltale Games closed. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Closed <laughs> down a few weeks ago, let, letting go of like 250 staff or something. And they had like 25 or something like skeleton, skeleton staff that were working. And then apparently last week they let some of them go even. And it was like, so now they're down to, I don't know, 10 or 12 or something. And they were trying to find, like a lot of people being like, what's happening with The Walking Dead? You are literally talking about it at E3, like not that long ago. Uh, And apparently it looks like Skybound Games will be completing season four of Telltale's The Walking Dead. So what have Skybound done before? I have no idea. Let's have a look. Skybound Games. They've done some tabletop games. By the 2010 of they formed. They're involved in comics with The Walking Dead. Okay, so they have some background. Hopefully that... I wonder if some staff will, from Telltale will end up there to kind of carry the project across and finish it up. Apparently they are led by former LucasArts, like LucasFilm animation executive Catherine Winder. Someone who understands the closing studio. Yeah, I know the logo. I just can't pick a game that I recognize. Okay, let's have a look. Because I know they've... I, I've obviously played something that they've done. In, in any case, if you're a fan, no, don't fret. The Walking Dead Season 4 will continue and conclude as planned. I wonder if you better tell the difference in quality. It'll probably be a little better... Just to like quickly, um, like, because they can't, if they have a decline in quality, that's going to be a huge black mark. So they might pump a lot of stuff into it. True. Um, and now I know where I know the logo from the game that you get gave me for a present one time, Super Fight. Ah, yeah. Oh, really? So they've done a lot yeah. of like physical games as well as digital. Mm. Uh, Super yeah. Fight, the notoriously worst <laughs> game for friends. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take that run with it because speaking of games that destroy friendships, the next Echo episode 
Super Mario Party. Yeah, so just the note that is the Echo episode. There's new little 30-minute episodes we've been yeah. doing. We did one for Scott of War. Next one's the Super Mario Party, which is Did you good. just say Scott of War? <laughs> Scott. Scott. Scott of War. Terrifying for me. Uh, but then the next real episode in a fortnight is Hearthstone, which traditionally I feel like doesn't ruin friendships, but will for me because I have a huge ego that cries when it gets bruised, and I'm sure I'm going to play against you guys and... <laughs> Especially after the high of Fortnite where you got the only oh, win, yeah, coming the down to not winning a game against me at all. Actually, no, that said, Magic the Gathering, you smashed uh, Pokemon, you got like deep into and then started getting like OP cards that shouldn't be allowed. Um, I'm not salty at all. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah, so next week, smaller episode on Super Mario Party and then in a fortnight, the next game that we're playing for this fortnight is Hearthstone. You can join us on this journey by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all good podcast apps. Uh, special shout out for those listening on Podcast Addict. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose like a little, a little one every every episode and just say thanks. If you're listening on that, thank you. You should review us highly, please, because you're my friend. Uh, and then if you wanna, if you actually do want to play Hearthstone with us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook or even mm. I assume you'll be playing Hearthstone on Twitch on Tuesdays. Yeah, I'll be Adrian. playing it on the streams on Tuesday. So you can you can verse me, come along and watch or teach me. That'd be the best at twitch.tv slash grindtime underscore TV. Uh, but if you want to verse me, I'm up for that as well. There you go. So shall we shall we drop? Where are we dropping? Where are we dropping? Uh if you were to ask me, it's at the end as far away as possible. As far away as possible. But then again, I'm not a super pro like, Miss, like Mr. Matthew here. Yes. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to start with... So we'll start with the game. Gunplay takes quite some getting used to, I, I reckon. Uh, I'll agree. Um, firstly, you got to figure out what weapons are like good. And then what color is good which level of good and it does kind of follow the standard gaming convention of that but it's still like i have a green and and he has a purple who wins not me i suck (laughs) yeah and i feel like part of that like i many games have like guns that do more damage and you know like it so it makes sense but when you're like when you're just like getting them in the head and just not getting any reward, and because they've got a purple, they just like shoot your leg, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm dead now." Yeah, even at the start of the game, like the start a of a bit. round, yeah, you have a guy, and then he's got a green shotgun, and all you've got is white pistols. Yeah, you're just like, "Okay, well, we'll try next time." It definitely does have this kind of like I I understand the whole like. If you've, you know, if you go to the condensed areas, you have to survive through more people, so you end up with a better loot system. Because then, if I just wimped out to the side, like if every gun was equal level, which what part of me wants to say should be the thing, it should be down to your skill and your weapons are all the same. But then again, it's like if you wimp out and go to the sides and you know walk your way in instead of dealing with people, uh, you automatically have a better chance of winning. So everyone would do that. Versus, yeah. like, the loot system encourages people to fight um, 
which is also good and can be fun in its own right. But if the the storm did have a habit of not going near the edges, but if it was better randomized that going to the sides doesn't actually help you if the storm just goes straight towards you, like then that would balance itself, I would think. Like you take a gamble. Yeah, uh, I, I so think that's what you mean. So like you're saying landing far away, you might still get the loot, but then you'll be in the middle of the storm is what you're saying. Yes. We had yeah. that a couple of times, but not not usually in the middle, but enough to like inside enough to be like, cool, we got like a few yeah. minutes to think about what it's we're more gonna frequent do. to have to come closer inland, but if it did push out to the very edges to sort of balance that a bit for someone who is trying to get away and then everyone is coming exactly towards you and you can't sit on the edge and follow them in from behind, then then I then it then surely that would sort of balance it out a bit more. Maybe I mean I'm no game designer, but my my because I just want I just want to say like my my instinct my instinct says this this should be a skill based game where every gun is equal and it's about how you hit like how good you are at hitting people. But then there is the element of the circle does go like obviously. As you're, if you drop first, you get better loot. So a lot of people are going to drop first onto the first named area because all the good loot's there. Um, so people who do that, um, while you have a higher chance of dying, you have a higher. Ch- it's a risk reward system basically that counteracts the need of like a flat skill system. Yeah, I think I think skill and knowledge of this game go hand in hand. Like really. Um... Like really strongly, uh, but I'll talk about that a bit later. Like it's more of the grind. Uh, I just wanted to say, sound design is really good, and music isn't. Music, <laughs> the sound design is really good and really important, especially like yeah. coming from Smart. Any competitive game is very important having sound. It was, there was moments where it's like, okay, uh, you're down. I need to get you up, but I can hear there's someone upstairs. And I can yeah, hear them moving exactly around. that's exactly what I was thinking. The sound I, of someone walking upstairs is like you hear that and it sounds so good. Yeah, it's <laughs> very good. And on an extension of that is that, that it was really good on the Switch. And I, we're getting a bit out of the sound, but it's related, is the like sound visualizer is yes, really cool. That's really clever. Um, but the music I just found, I'm sorry if you like the music of Fortnite, but to me it was like... Royalty free track number one. Royalty yeah, free say, track number two. And I was it like, seems okay. like generic um generic lobby music for games. Nothing special about it really. This whole game in a way feels like feels generic. I don't know what it is. Because it, it's it's the like the second most popular game in the world. Um they do a lot that I think they have pioneered quite a few features of the Battle Royale, and yet a lot of its design feels quite generic. Do you think that comes down to the way it looks? I think it's a bit of the way it looks, the way it sounds. It's almost like they went, what's the most, like, inoffensive, like, just down the middle, people will like this look, sounds, like, let's just do what people want, sort of no more no less kind of thing i feel like it's also spreading itself thin in a way that i don't hate because it's like there's 
you know, the knight costumes, which was like a year ago. You've got astronaut costumes and then you've got suddenly there's a Viking area and a uh, like um, desert area. And there are like, quote unquote, plot reasons for that, <laughs> which I have no idea what's going on. Because we started at the very end of season five where, um, you the know, Luke, in the lake. Yeah, Loot Lake was all purple and bouncy. And then suddenly the house started levitating and we were all like, what? But that's what this game has been doing for a while. And it's really clever. Like the point of progression, I don't know if you guys ever saw. So the floating house has so many of these purple cubes in it now. It's just like filled. It's like an infestation. But my point that I'm trying to get at is that you've got all these parts that are just so kind of generic that everyone can enjoy it, yet at the same time, it doesn't... Besides its kind of cool, almost Team Fortress-like art style, um, it doesn't have much else like that is as iconic if you understand me. The dancing. The dancing is iconic. The the dancing is so iconic. The dancing is so clever because there are so many kids that dance. Like, I want to hate this in a way. Like, I feel like, oh, what, what a sellout. But at the same time, I feel like it's so clever because I know a few kids, like um, my partner's niece, she knows all the dancers, has not played a cent of Fortnite at all. <laughs> And that's very clever. So I can't. I feel like it almost accidental marketing because you you'd put emotes in a multiplayer game. Yeah, I mean, dancing isn't isn't something unique to Fortnite. I mean, I play Smite. Smite has dances in it, but obviously Fortnite uh, has a different market and also is much bigger. So people are going to like emulate what they see and the cool things they can do. I mean, dances are in Destiny as well. Like they're in everything. Yeah. But these ones somehow have become very iconic. I even heard a story about someone was it someone willing to sue them because they did a dance they did from a song and like took their popularity. So someone was like, Yeah, you should sue them. Like to the I don't think the like someone suggested to the song creator it was a, it was a it was a dance for a song, like the Harlem Shake and all that kind of stuff. Um and someone was like to the music creator, like, you should sue them for like stealing your dance and you know, making money off of it. Do you know what the default dance is from? No. Michael, do you know what the default dance is from? Is it the default dance, is it Turk from Scrubs? Yes, it's Turk from Scrubs. That's crazy. All these kids doing Turk dance and not knowing what it's from, Probs. Yeah, that's actually pretty true. I feel like such an old hipster, though, because Michael and I are like, I remember when that dance was Turk. <laughs> No, it's just like you got to know the you got to yeah. know the legacy. You got to I I'm going to think that like if you're going to learn all these Fortnite dance moves, I want you to go away. I want you to learn about, you know, it's like the Carlton dance from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Where's Floss from? Where did Floss Where did Floss come from? Where did it come? That's the backpack kid. Right. Are, are we ready to Are we ready to move on to the guff? Yeah, we can go forward. Yeah, let's move on to the guff. Uh because on Tuesday Right, the first Tuesday we were playing, we were saying how good, how cute would it be if there were pets in the game? All right, then season six comes cute. out. What do they announce? Pets, baby. Pets. And now I've got little bones. People listen to our podcast. 
and they get ideas because we're geniuses. It's simple. And it now they've moved on to at the stream. Yeah, happened with magic. Now it's on the stream. They're watching. They're listening. They're in there. What is the purpose of pets? What do they do? Cosmetics. Purely cosmetics. Yeah, they're just cosmetics. It's it's a. I am sad. I wanted them to follow you, like physically, like, and even if they were yeah, only that's a what client I was side of. thing, if it was like a client side, only your squad could see your pet, um, because otherwise it would be a bit detrimental. Uh, but it's just back bling. Like, what if they found loot? Ooh. If they just see, but that would have like, a that would have see, a game Michael, Now you're going into gameplay benefits for things. Yeah, there we go. Well, not really, because having the the visual audio on, I then ended up with like a because I don't think it's normally there. There's just an icon saying like, "Hey, there's a loot there," like inside a building that has no doors. Whereas, like, if I didn't have that on and I might, had my audio too low, I couldn't hear. Yeah, that but that's a there. setting. So the that's a setting everyone like has access to. If you put purpose. things behind, like things like gameplay benefits behind money, that's different. If you do that, then you have to give everyone a default pet. Yeah, a default pet. Yeah, everyone can have a like a. Like nah, a no, they're not doing dog. that. That's lost but, money. Like, I'm not. So you're not thinking like the man. It needs. Really it needs to be a crappy dog. pet, like, like a cat. <laughs> It's like a rat or something. This big rat that just says you are a filthy casual who doesn't spend any V bucks, and yet and then you call everyone who's a casual. They get turned turned into rats. You know, like look oh, look, rat. we're getting bloody rats look in rat this boy. lobby, yeah. boy. Well, like again, <laughs> but then that that now is changing the whole dynamic of the game. Well, not the whole, but it's changing a mechanic of the game, and now you've just introduced a new mechanic. What if all they do is look towards it? So they don't actually run off towards it. They sh- they're glued b- by your side and they simply are like a compass. They That's just rotate, <laughs> pointing towards it. Well, if it's doing the same job that the audio is doing and everybody got it, then I would say that you haven't actually haven't changed, changed much, much no, there. But obviously they don't want to... They've thought about it and they're like, no, we want to make... Rather than back. And also dog. it could just be a, like a... Because a uh, development thing, maybe it's too hard to make animals follow you in game. I don't know how I feel about cosmetic stuff. In well, just I don't know how I feel about microtransaction stuff. Like it's great that it's only cosmetic, but at the end of the day, this is a free to play game. Like it, uh, it's frustrating those who have nothing. Um, well, there is like a really slow standard unlocking of. Things, yeah, you get there. you do get some like some stuff you for not do. doing anything. I think I got like a spray and a yeah. something. But so okay, because they have that, then they're forgiven. But some things will have like nothing if you want to play purely like purely mm. free to play. But this does have a system if you're not going to spend any. On the note of the V bucks, though, my only frame of reference for this stuff kind of is Smite, and damn, the stuff in Fortnite is expensive. Yeah, if you want to just like buy a whole something. skin is like thirteen bucks. Yeah, but I think the battle pass is probably value for money. Yeah, if you yeah, if you plan to play all season value for money, if exactly, and the season goes for like what sixty days. So I don't know. I can, you know, have I can do the next fortnight. All I do is play Hearthstone, but then go back to it, and I'm still getting money's worth. Yeah. 
as long as you i mean it's that's that kind of stuff again is like up to your own de- definition mm. of money's worth like you might not get to the top tier but is that still your money's worth Matt? do you feel it's like up to you i got the dog so i'm pretty happy <laughs> yeah so <laughs> we've what we didn't talk about though actually about the game we can talk about it here is the map I, and you you me briefly mentioned it and i want but i want to talk about it in general was just the evolution of the map kind of thing I love that idea that it's like, it's not just a map that you know and that's what it always is, like a PUBG. It's like, here's the map, but it changes and here's a little new mechanic and here's something different. Like the floating island where you can jump on, get up. Yeah. Or like I was saying at the very beginning, there was a place called Anarchy Acres and which has now been replaced by Lazy Links. Uh, And then there's like Misty Moya or something like that, which is now... Oh, Paradise Palms. I'm really testing my knowledge of this game. I know too much about this game. I like this game, but I'm ashamed of how much I know about it. Why Why are you ashamed? I don't know. It Because I feel like it does have a bit of that air of... Um, it's a sti- it's is it the stigma popular. of the game? Yeah, it's... <laughs> is it because you're a hipster? I figured it, it out. It is because I'm a hipster. No, it's because it's so popular. Like, it's so crazy popular. This is probably the most popular game that we've ever played and we've played some good ones you know but just sheer numbers and even then i actually did look up oh is oh is fortnite declining but apparently it's not declining it's just slowing down in growth but that's still it's so impressive yet at the same time i don't want it's because it's because it's so popular all the parents hate it, and I'm currently living a life where I work with parents and all of that. So you've become a dad. I've become a dad. So if they found out that I was playing Fortnite, they would brand me. Uh, they would get, lash me, uh, <laughs> and I would. You'd lose all those homeless. cool points. Yeah. The parents, you're lose like, yeah, the man. The real bucks. <laughs> Champagne, wine, so good. Tea. Oh man, yeah. Oh, bold and the beautiful bachelor yeah you're right then you go home and you sit in a dark room with the blue light <laughs> lighting your face and you're just like gotta get the fortnite win i think it's like it's it's a really odd one the things that make it so popular are that it's free to play and it's not like it's not trash it's a good game like it's the game is the game is well made i'm not sure if it's a like a I'm not like I'm not fully sold that it is like a like a good game, uh, but it's like it's it's a very it's a very serviceable game. It does exactly what you want it to do. It's lots of fun, as well as it's become more popular because of celebrities. Mm. Like it's very much a mainstream mm. game. It's, it's probably the most popular mainstream game that has been because the only thing currently beating it is like League of Legends. And Drake doesn't play LOL, you know, but he plays Fortnite. That's true. And so so kids and teens which are following like mainstream entertainment who aren't really gamers like us hear about Fortnite, it's free, of course you're gonna give it give it a go. And it it works. It's a it's a fun it's a it's a fun enough game. And that's just like Senate skyrocketing. 
it's got like an aesthetic appeal to kids because it's just cartoony, whereas PUBG is like your parents wouldn't even consider letting like a seven-year-old play, but you probably would let them play Fortnite. It's so there's just all these little pieces that just work perfectly for it. And it's become like one of the most popular games. But yeah, I'm still not sold like, that like it's a actually good game. a particularly why, why good game. Why is that? Like what, yeah. what, what does it have to be to be a good game? Well, I'm trash at it. <laughs> yeah. And so you're I can consistently, I can consistently make top 10 in solos. In my second game ever, I came second. Well done. I'm not necessarily sure that makes for a good game. It makes for a game that you want to keep playing mm. because you're getting reward for actually little effort. I yeah, that's If you think about it that way. I only killed in that round maybe one person. And then I go, wow, I was really close to getting the win. I want to keep playing so I can get the win. It's like gambling. And because rounds are quick and short. Yeah, it kind of is. It's a, it's a bit of a gamble. It doesn't actually... It might only come down to if I can survive to the end, all I need to be is better than the other person at the end. Yeah. And that's it because you only have one life. Like, so while it's a good fun game, I'm not, it's, I don't think it's a great game. Well, here's the separation that I, I find. Um, and it's the same, again, my reference to Smite because I feel like they're in the same column of games as a service, not games as a storytelling mechanic or games as a, um, maybe it's trying to explore like a specific game mechanic like stealth or something. This is a game where it's about just playing. It's like this is the closest thing a game can be to a sport like basketball. It's a game anyone can pick up, anyone can start playing and, and there's a massive skill like difference to get good at this game. That's like the, the ceiling is. is really high. Yeah, this is a this is so easy to pick up, hard to master. Yeah, this is this is a, yeah. basically an esports game. Like, and that's why probably it's very popular and easy to get into because it is just it's addictive. It, it's just like you get a win and you're like, I yeah. got a win, I'm the best. You don't get a win, you go, I got close. I did I did better that time. And it doesn't take too long. No. Yeah. And especially you know, rounds, if rounds are quick, especially early on if you if you are getting killed. Yeah, and if you're trying to maybe experience combat so you purposefully land where it will be busy. Uh, but I think, do you think, because I think, should Battle Royales step away from being games to being game modes like Call of Duty? No. I like, if a game, if that's all it, like, don't force a game to be something else, like... PUBG, like no one's gonna, they don't, they don't care about making a story mode for PUBG or yeah, for. I don't mean scum. a story mode, but like, <laughs> I mean like, uh, I feel like because you've got your solo duo, your squad, your fifty v fifty, and although solo duo squad is kind of very similar in the idea that it's you versus everyone else kind of thing, but fifty v fifty, it's it's such a split where it's. Almost like a coin flip when you're playing, your personal skill doesn't matter as much as everyone else's. Um, whereas I feel like you can so easily just put in a team deathmatch of like a standard number, like six versus six people, and couple that in with the build mechanics, like you still would have a good game. Like, why does. I feel like that 
Battle Royale is a game mode, but then we're turning it into a whole game. If you get where I'm coming from. So just make it something you can start including in modern games. Yeah, like I don't see why not. Like, like... I personally think that um, Realm Royale was not necessarily a mistake, but I feel like putting that into Paladins or Smite would have been the better decision to make it a permanent game mode in one of those. It's it's just an idea. It's just uh, me spitballing, throwing spaghetti on the wall. Well, its roots would have started in many games where you were just playing in custom maps of, like, single life. Yeah, single life, free for all. It's, it's heck, I would say this all started off with Minecraft Hunger Games. Well, before that, it would have started off with uh, that movie. And then that was based on a Chinese <laughs> movie. Book. Which was called Battle Royale. Yes. The full circle, it comes around. Wait, hang on. The Book of the Hunger Games was based on a Chinese movie. Yeah, there's a, a Asian movie called Battle Royale. It's like... It's like their way of culling, like it was in like a dystopian or not dystopian, but like a alternative history Australia, uh, world. And it was like, there's too many students or something and their way of culling it is making them all kill each other. Of course, that makes so much something sense. Something like that. Um, <laughs> there's too many students. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't just turn the kids who get Fs into like Soylent Green. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But back to the game, all right? There's so many people, when you're playing this game, there's so many encounters I've had where I swear to God, I've dropped. Someone has dropped after me. I witness them drop, and I swear they don't land on anything, and then they pull out a shotgun. I oh, swear yeah. I've seen there's, that. I, w- I want to say there's definitely 100% hacking happening there... all the time. Everybody is hacking. Everybody is spawning with items. They're all using I don't cheats to like, make their damage a 1,000. I think you're salty. And they all have aimbots. I think yes. you're salty. I'm very like... salty. But Okay, but I- I'll say as someone who is starting out and like, like first into the game and new to the genre and all that kind of stuff, it honestly feels like that sometimes where it's like I like I have done what the the guide said. I dropped straight down on the first thing. I went to like the right spot and then I get a gun and then I turn and someone just like one sh- like we shoot each other at the same time but somehow their gun does like double damage and I die straight away. And I'm like we did the exact same thing but I lost. Like Either there's mechanics I'm missing or the game is just a little more ping and RNG based in that regard. Yeah, that's like at the start, and I feel like last year when we were playing, I really felt that way. Um, But I think after time, you do just realize that some people just know everything. And I'll talk about that in a bit, but for now, all right? Because I searched Fortnite hacking. And so... This, I don't, it doesn't actually, okay, April 24th, 2018, this game is such a joke. People have anti-cheat bypasses, rendering the anti-cheat useless. It's true that you can't internally hack the game anymore, but you can externally hack. And aimbots are so smart now, they're using smooth aim and low field of vision aimbots, meaning no snapping to targets. Right. Anomalies in the data should be auto-banned. Okay, that's, that's pretty fair. Someone replies, 
or maybe you're just bad. Like there's not that many hackers and like the odds of you actually seeing a hacker is kind of low. Then this guy's reply, OP's reply, dude, trust me. I was a Grandmaster StarCraft 2 player, Grandmaster Heroes of the Storm, f- 4,800 4, MMR Dota 2 player. And having never played an FPS before, I worked myself into the top 500 TRN rating spot and 25% solo win rate in the past month. I'm not a bad player. In fact, I'd argue I'm one of the top 1,000 video gamers in terms of general skill in the world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, if his stats back him up. Uh, Please cite your sources. (laughs) Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean... I'll agree that, like, I know, I, obviously I say it feels like people are hacking and they have more damage and all that. But I know I know the, like, the learning curve of picking up a, a game like this with Smite, whereas, like, I sucked so much at the start. and But I was still having fun, which is why I kept playing it. And I'm sure that's the same with you, Matt. Like, you just had so much fun with this. And eventually there's a point where it just clicks and you're like, oh, now I can kill people with double damage gums at the start because I'm OP. <laughs> Yeah, now like, I'm the OP one. <laughs> and I feel like you had that click because you were I f- like... I feel like I'm in the, the middle f- of the click. The perfect way to see would be watch our first stream of this recently, right? Where we all played together. We're, we're okay, but we're kind of clumsy. But then we watch, if you watch the one that, the second one where we played this, you're like, you're like, you're building, like, proper, like, you're building, first of all. No, no, I think any of the rest of us were building. Uh, and you're just like, yeah, this is good. This is bad. Let's drop here. Let's do that. Like you were on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I very much feel that knowledge and strategy outweighs act like um, actual skill, hand-eye ability. Yeah. You know, like getting through this is purely as a shooter. The the building mechanics are there for a reason, and people have figured out how to use them, and that's what you have to do to get good at this game. Use everything. For me, it's just counterintuitive to build. If we go, if we want to talk about the building for a sec, like my mind is like, I'm in a shooter, I'm shooting. And if someone like turns, a, if I turn a corner and someone's there, my immediate thing is time to shoot them, not time to build a ramp and then run away. Like, yeah, well, why? What like, you my, do? My mind's like, why build if I can kill? Uh, I was saving this, yeah, for like the grindy part of the game because I feel like building you. The way that the gunplay works is you want to get higher up than your opponent in almost every situation. Like, I can't actually think of a situation otherwise. And so you want to... I think the first thing that you want to do is just start building ramps up when you're just kind of, like, finding someone early in the game. But then you get people because if you just jump, put down a ramp, someone can shoot it down. So then you start doing the wall and the ramp, and then you start doing the wall, the ramp, and then there's a floor when you're building the next level. And it gets quite intricate, and you find that those are the people uh, who are actually the good players. Like, you you get s- yeah. maybe some skilled people with the guns, like when you're in the top five or something. But it's people who are building, and building intricately and quickly, you're just like, all right, well, it's over. Yeah, you have to be playing the game. You can't be playing a a battle royale, a shooter. You have to be playing yeah. Fortnite. Um, I think as well that when you're starting off, 
just build ramps when you start fighting someone purely because there is an intimidation factor. And that's why I started building. <laughs> and then now mm. I've like, I kind of do it naturally. Um, but yeah, th- I feel like that's part of the grind is kind of learning that. Yeah, that's definitely part of like the learning curve of the game. And that's where the grind of this game comes in. Is like anyone can play it, pick it up. And probably you'll probably pick up a win or get very close. But the grind starts when you start being when you start wanting to be really good at this game oh, and yeah. like getting consistent wins. Yeah, all of us here probably, like if you play this tact- tactically, you will definitely get in the top 10 easy, like 100% if you think, okay, I want to stay away from people. But you kind of get punished for that because by the end of the game, you'll be going up against people who have so much more like materials, I uh, shield, weapons... Um, yeah, you can't get the win. Yeah, you you way. won't be able to get the win as, with just as I learned. Yeah, Consi- uh, you won't consistently be able to pull off a win. Is like you might get one on a lucky RNG. Someone runs into a uh, runs into the the storm, but to know what you're doing and lay like I can con- confidently get like consistent wins. Well. That's actually how you know. That's how I won because I sent you a video. <laughs> um, yes. They legit. I had two. I had an orange and a purple double barrel shotgun, and this guy, no joke, was like, "I'm going to try the storm versus like he had two options: go through me or go through the storm." And he was like, "I think I have a better odds of surviving the storm," but now. I have a victory royale with zero eliminations. That feels so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's because I was... You're, you're the most deserving it. of getting a win. I had the boomsticks. He was like, nah, I'm just going to go. Um, before we really delve into the It was the, the grind, intimidation. Yeah, the intimidation play. You build your stairs, you get your shotguns, and then they go, nah, I'd rather kill myself, please. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, before we get into the grind, another, like, I feel like Fortnite is definitely groundbreaking on one thing, and that's cross-platform. Oh, for sure. Like This is probably the most cross-cross-platform. They cross-platform. got Sony. Yeah, they got Sony. They got Sony to break their rules. And you can play with Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, and then your mobile phone. That's crazy as well, is that it runs good enough on mobile that you can still play, probably can't play with the big boys on keyboard mouse. And it is good that if you're playing on PlayStation with a keyboard mouse, it will match you with people who are playing with a keyboard mouse. It won't match you with other PlayStation users. Uh, So that's pretty crazy to me. We live in a world. Yeah, I mean, playing on the Switch felt very, like, just as good. It felt like I was playing a shooter, which is good, because, like, even further away from Xbox and PS4, um, the Switch is not a shooter console, but it worked well with Fortnite. Yeah, it has a nice little home on the Switch. I did have trouble playing with you guys, though, because um, as soon as one person in your squad has a keyboard and a mouse... You're going to be playing against people with keyboard and mouse. Uh, okay. Um, and then I was at—I felt like I was at a big disadvantage 
but playing against other console people, the Switch worked fine without a pro controller, just with the standard Joy-Cons. That worked fine. I wasn't aware. So if you are playing like solos on a PS4, you'll get matched only with controller people? Correct. And then if you bring yes. in a keyboard and mouse, you get matched with keyboard and mouse people. Yeah. So I okay, played cool. personally on mobile, PlayStation, Switch, and PC. Uh, obviously, keyboard and mouse is going to be better than any, everything else. Like, I'm sorry, no matter how much you defend it, but it will be... I don't think you two specifically are arguing with this. I think maybe others will. Uh, but then I got to say, second place goes to both mobile and Switch because you can use gyro controls. And that was really good. I feel like this should have been part of the what, game. What uh, platform did you get your Victory Royale on? PC. Okay. Uh, how was the grind for the Battle Pass, Matt? I think you're the only one who purchased it. Well, that's actually what I was thinking. I was thinking the Battle Pass is only really a grind if you're free to play. Like, I see where it's coming from, but I feel like there's still not enough. Like, it pays you in chips, but I feel like it still doesn't pay you enough chips. Like... I feel like because I'm playing on Battle Pass and then it immediately gives you 60% XP boost. Yeah. So when you're playing with your friends who don't have the Battle Pass, there's like a dissonance. Like I played completely with my partner and by the end of it, I was so many like levels and things above or like the weekly challenges. It's like it says complete four to or complete five or whatever to get uh, your reward, but the thing is only three of those are free, so you can't even get that. And I feel like that's a bit messed up. I feel like if you're a really good free player, you should still get rewarded. You should be rewarded more even. Yeah, I think a free player should be rewarded for being really good, whereas if you're a medium paid player, you still get that good stuff as well. Um, but other than that, I I feel like paying for the battle pass is a good thing because it, I feel like it actually gives you a game because you now have things to do. You have four extra things to to do. Yeah. Yeah, And that actually will fill up your week and that'll be something fun to do. Um, but as for the grind, I feel like we have talked about it because it is a substantial part of the game. And that's just the knowledge of the game, knowing where things are so you land on the shotgun and kill me immediately because <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> or knowing what to build, like knowing how to build it. Yeah. And I guess the real grind is just increasing your skill. Yeah, I mean, the grind is there, but I can, I could see myself getting really into this game with one simple factor and that's playing with friends. Like I tried playing some solos by myself and it was like, yes, it's okay, but I'm not good enough to, to, to win straight off the bat. Yeah. And because it was a feels bad man kind of moment, (laughs) I was just like, uh, I'd rather be playing a game I can play. But when I'm playing with you guys in squads or with Matt in duos or whatever, it's more entertaining because of the banter. We're talking, like we're strategizing, even though we're probably doing it at a low level. It's still more entertaining that way. And if 
if you were really in this game, Matt, and every night um, you were like, hey, do you want to hop on? Let's play some Fortnite. I would do it because it's still fun to play. And you I can see myself gaining that done? knowledge and that skill and that grind. And that's how I got into Smite. And now, <laughs> st- step aside, Smite, because I'm going to bring you into Fortnite. No, Adrian, you should come to it. Smite. Uh, but it's, oh. but just, oh, it's, just, it's just funny <laughs> to hear all these parallels between Fortnite and, and Smite. Like, all the things you're saying where it's like, oh, yeah, it's like there's this learning curve and you you like, how do people do more damage than me? And it's like, well, it's because it's about learning what to build, how to play, etc. Like, this, it's the yeah. same. Like, that's why I'm so sure these games are in the same like line of game as a service kind of thing. Now, there's one more grind that I have, something that like grinds my gears before. Like, I think it's time to wrap up. Yes. So, I feel like there's one more thing I want to say. I don't know if you guys encountered Shadow Stones at all. No, I, I think you talked about them, and they were turned off in the period like we were playing because there yeah. were bugs. Uh, so but you did talk about them. They were bugged because essentially, if you take a shadow stone, you turn into essentially a ghost, and you can hit left mouse button to phase through walls. People were using this to phase through um, like places where you weren't supposed to. Shock horror that they did that. Uh, but the problem was, <laughs> is if it glitched, you'd be invisible for the entire match. Also, it's only supposed to be like a temporary thing. Yeah. Uh, And so, guess what? It's still bullshit because there was one way that Casey and I got downed in Fortnite, and that is this guy sprinted up behind me. He was so quick that I didn't actually hear him, and I was playing with headphones on. Um, And because he's completely invisible, you go back in the replay, because I had to figure out what the hell happened. Yeah. I looked directly at them, nothing, because you can't see them. I feel like there should be a shimmer like the Predator. Anyway, uh, they were able to get right behind me, like base to base, shoot a shotgun blast and down me in one hit, and then the other guy did it to Casey. So mm, I feel like sometimes, like especially the Shadowstone, but I feel like sometimes the game really does kind of uh, deal you a bad, you know, bad the, hand so the thing with, that sucks with that is if you have no idea what a shadow stone is, you've just picked up Fortnite because you saw the pretty dances and you picked it up and someone and you just down, and you're like, what just happened? It's like, it's you don't know how that works, you don't know how that happens. Like, maybe they should have an, a sound uh, cue as yeah, well, but it's I like, think a sound. this game really does benefit n- knowledge of the game. And I don't know if there's any tutorials or knowledge bases for this game internally, because obviously you can look up tutorials, and there's probably plenty of YouTube content creators for it. But does the game have its own? Maybe in the single player. Yeah, but that's a that's a whole other beast that we have avoided talking about because nobody plays it. It's just a weird section that you when you're starting the game and it says, "Do you want to save the world?" You think, "No, I want to do battle royale." What are you talking about? I want to be in the post-apocalyptic version of the world where we all fight each other to the death. Well, I'm just going to say, definitely a game for a busy gamer. You got 10 minutes to go, go for it. And then I think the nature of the game is, like, unless you're currently, like, second, like, there's two people left, you and them, I feel like if you're kind of in the top 50 and then life calls, you got to... Because this is a podcast for the busy gamer, and I know that there might be a lot of, 
I feel like the target demographic for Fortnite is kids, so they might not relate to this as much. But, you know, if life calls and you've got to do something and you're only in the top 50, it's not as heartbreaking to just quit the game. That's true. I'll agree with that, but I disagree. This is a game for a busy gamer. If you want to play a game, don't play Fortnite. Like, if you want to play something you can get good at, you know, like a sport or a hobby, in a similar vein to that is Fortnite. Uh, if you have the time for it, sure. And if you, and personally, my uh, thought is if you have someone who wants to get through, get through the grind with you, go for it. But uh, this is, in general, I don't feel like this is a game for the busy gamer, but that's not to say it's a bad game or not a game you could play. I think it, I'm going to side, I think, a little bit more with Matt in that it is a game for a busy gamer. I think that's part of why its popularity has has exploded. It's slowing down a bit now, but it, it had that initial explosion because if you don't have much time, you can still get through like a few good rounds in there. But it's all about if you want to scratch that itch. And I don't think I have that itch. I like playing it with you guys, but playing solo, I yeah, I wasn't I wasn't getting I wasn't getting that that pure addiction sort of feeling of like oh, but I'm getting so close. I wanna I wanna get there. It's like it is it's like we said before. It's it's the same sensation as gambling. <laughs> uh, and so if that's if that's what you like, if you like the thrill of the the what loot am I going to find, uh, like the chances that you take in each game, if you want to scratch that itch, then yes. But if you've got other things to play, put put this down your list. If you're a busy gamer, put this down your list. It's okay. Yeah, it's super popular. But unless your mates are playing as well, that don't waste your time playing solo on it. If it's just not for you, just just put it just put it down. Play something better. <laughs> Maybe you could play Hearthstone with us for the next fortnight. And uh, see, this is a game that I go through phases of. Got to get my Hearthstone on. I'm excited to play it because you guys have played it before together, and you specifically avoided me because I'm better at you than everything in every game. And I was really jealous, but now I can assert my dominance. So thank you. Hey, hey! If you don't buy card packs, we're all gonna be we're all gonna be level pegging. That's all I'm gonna say about Hearthstone. You're either buying card packs or you've played for days and days since it's launched. Because I can't play basically anyone online. <laughs> I feel like yeah, we should discuss this next episode. If you could join us there in a fortnight but until then we've got super mario party next week as an echo episode oh where i'll probably it's times like these when i feel so yeah alone. all the way across <laughs> the world no i think that this will be kind of more of a convincing episode because uh we we spoke about how you know, the Echo episodes could be one of us convincing the others to buy the game that is good. Uh, I think this might be me convincing you to move back to Perth. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any reason to come back, it's, it's to play Super Mario Party. It Bobby. certainly is. Well, on that note, we will see you in a fortnight. And I've been Michael. I've been Adrian. And I've been Matt. Thank you very much. We'll see you later. 
I'm actually going to play more. I feel like I'm going to play more after dinner. I, I feel, feel like you're stuck. You're, you're not stopping. This is it. But this is why my couldn't, game. Winner, winner. Why couldn't you do this for Smite? Why couldn't you be Smite buddies forever? Because Smite's bad. <laughs> you are wrong. Fortnite's I bad. I prefer Smite. Thank you. See? <laughs> a logical man. <laughs>